You know, there are lots of big names in sports, and ice skating is no exception. But if there's one person that deserves more credit than others, it's Norval Bapti, a legend among legends. Bapti was born into a Scottish-Canadian family in 1879. Theirs was a small village with no more than 300 people living there. Norval's mother, being of the Scottish origin, gave him a name in the Gaelic language, which meant from a village in the north. When he was only one year old, the family moved to North Dakota and spent the rest of their lives in the USA. Already at a young age, Norval was showing great talent at skating. When he was 10, he won his first race. At the age of 14, he became the champion of North Dakota. And several years later, he easily beat the current world racing champion, Jack McCullough. And that was only the beginning of his brilliant career in the world of ice skating. Bapti was just short of obsessed with this sport and took part in every competition he could. In 1902, in a five-mile race in Saranac Lake, New York, he set the world speed record for the distance that wasn't beaten for several decades. As a speed skater, he raced and won in almost 5,000 competitions and retired in 1918 as a champion that had never been bested. It's said that Bapti only lost once in his entire career, but no hard records exist of that defeat. And two years after he officially retired, he confirmed his status by competing again and winning once more. And seriously, who could have beaten him given that once, at the top of his shape, he won a race skating backwards while all the other participants used their normal style? But to say Bapti had nothing but skating in his life would be doing him an injustice. He was married and had several children, but that marriage didn't last very long. Although no valid sources say what exactly happened, it's known Bapti parted ways with his wife, supporting his kids from a distance. And that's probably a dark spot in his life, because Lillian, to whom he had been married, didn't like to bring up the topic of Norval Bapti around her children. None of them pursued the skating career either. Starting in 1910, Bapti took an interest in figure skating, or fancy skating as it was called then, and toured his two home countries with solo performances. This was an unprecedented thing, because figure skating was considered a niche sport. For someone to take it to a stage and make it an entertainment was unheard of. And yet Bapti was successful in that. As he himself recounted in 1966, a typical performance consisted of seven acts. At first, Bapti helped dispense the tickets. Then he'd warm up by giving a short speed skating show. The temperatures were low, and he had to keep his limbs warm to do his best during the next stages. After that, he would invite the local young public to a fox chase. Up to 50 skaters were trying hard to catch Bapti on the ice. Needless to say, no one ever succeeded. Then, after a short break, he started barrel jumping. Often, aspiring skaters joined in here as well, competing with the master. They would doggedly go on until Bapti set a plank none of them could reach. And they promised to get better for his next visit to their city. He smiled and went on with his show, this time proceeding with figure skating. And last but not least, was a stilt skating performance. Bapti would put on 26-inch high stilts and show some stunts to the oohs and ahs of the public. His stilts were almost twice as high as the regular ones used for such shows. It was in 1914 that Bapti first met his future second spouse, Gladys Lamb. She had been a dancer in Chicago, and Bapti was giving a show in the city. He taught Gladys to skate, and she fell in love both with the sport and with her teacher. 
In the early 1920s, when Bapti finished his speed skating career, the couple decided to go further and stage numerous ice shows together. At the time, figure skating wasn't as popular as it is today, and skaters performed on rather small, portable ice rinks called tanks. Bapti and Lamb, though, did a lot to bring this beautiful sport to the glory it deserved, and their shows did gather big audiences indeed. In 1924, the couple sealed their relationship with a marriage. By that time, they were well-known for their figure skating acts across the United States and Canada. Norville Bapti, in particular, was already a living legend. Going from speed skating to barrel jumps and figure skating, he set new records in whichever ice sports drew his attention. In 1916, he performed a waltz jump over 10 barrels. That's a distance of 20 feet which was captured in an iconic photograph. For comparison, it was like leaping over an SUV from bumper to bumper and wearing the ice skates. During the next two decades, Bapti and Gladys Lamb toured the continent with their ice shows, making people marvel at their art, and also acted as coaches for aspiring figure skaters. This was only the dawn of an era, so not many children were into this sport. But Bapti did everything in his power to change things and succeeded. With his wife and lifelong partner, he created the staple acts of what would become regular program in the most notable ice shows of the following decades. Ice Follies, Ice Capay, Holiday on Ice, and many others. When those came to being, he actively participated in their organization too. At some point in the 1930s, he gave his granddaughter a pair of skates and told her to join him in one of his shows when she was ready. Despite disapproval of her mother, Bapti's granddaughter did as he said, discovering a passion for figure skating almost as huge as her grandfather's. Her name was Betty Behrens, and everyone in the sport knew her well. She eventually became an Olympic coach, and there's an award founded in her name that is given to skaters every year. The family talent didn't dry out there, either. Bapti's grand and great-grandchildren continued to honor their venerable ancestor by becoming world champions and participants of World Olympics, as well as national and world team members in speed and figure skating. By the way, Bapti revolutionized these sports in a technical way, too. He took an active part in redesigning the existing ice skates, making them look more like those we see today. In 1938, Bapti retired from active sports himself and began coaching instead. Many prominent ice skaters of the time learned from him, and hundreds of people wanted to be part of his story. Life wasn't kind to him, however. In the 1940s, he experienced severe complications from a disease he had. But even that didn't break Bapti's will. He continued to coach, even though he was bound to the wheelchair, and a nurse had to always be by his side to take him wherever he needed. In 1963, he proudly observed as his name was registered in Canada's Sports Hall of Fame. It was then, perhaps, that Norville Bapti was finally satisfied with his achievements. Three years later, at the age of 87, he passed away, serene and bathed in glory. But his legacy, of course, lived on and can be seen even today. Although many haven't even heard his name, Norville Bapti is rightfully called the father of ice shows. The modern performances still rely on the moves and programs he invented and popularized. And even the Olympic program includes some of them. But most importantly, without him, figure skating would probably have taken much more time to progress and become as prominent a sport as it is now.